Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And today uh, we're having a, it's a cheese special. Cheesy cheese cheese. <laughs> That's lovely, <laughs> Helen. Thank I was you. Saying, have you got like a cheese theme tune for us? Oh, now you're, you've got me on the spot. I love cheese. <laughs> It's more of a sting. All right, sorry. Thank you, pardon. No, I like it though. It's good. It's good. Um, Take that home. So, joining us for the cheese special and already wishing she wasn't, it's the lovely Kerry Lee. Hello, Kerry. Hello, Helen and Ellie. Comedian, poet, mum, and lover of cheese. Is that an accurate description? I would say that was very accurate. Yes. On the spot, what do you love more, your children or cheese? Children. Oh, that was a good. Uh, that was a good save. Let's, let's say that. Uh, so to kick us off, Kerry, tell us about your family. Okay, uh, we are a modern family, or what some people term a rainbow family, uh, which we're not red, yellow, pink, green, etc. Uh, oh, I have this vision of you like living with unicorns in the back garden, oh. and sort of leprechauns cleaning the sink, and be nice. Mm. Do you know that's really made me look at my family and see how ordinary we are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, I'm a practicing lesbitarian. I say practicing because <laughs> I'm not very good at it yet. But I am married to a woman, Hazel O'Keefe. That's a good start. Yeah, that's you good. know, that's yeah. 20% of the way there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have two girls who are technically not technically from my previous relationship. <laughs> But we call them our girls because uh, they're devoted to her as well. So they have three parents, essentially, me, Hazel, and their dad. Uh, he doesn't live with us because that would be awkward. Three for the price of two. Yeah. yeah and how old are your children? Oh, uh, five and eight. All right, and they're both girls. How do they get on? They bicker a lot. Oh, well... That's women for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, Helen, we should try and attract more male listeners by being a bit more like, oh, macho. And, yes, you know, yeah. we could adopt some of the things we've learned from the men on the stand-up <clears throat> comedy circuit. And like, oh, I like my women like I like my cheese full of holes. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so weird. I can't believe I just said that. That's excellent. Uh, You'd make an excellent man. I think Matt, so. An excellent, Very, horrible man. I think, well, good, good. Here comes Ellie Gibson. In the jugular. With her misogynism. 
I would be such a misogynist, man. I'm uh, proper pervert because I'm a latecomer lesbian. So I only came out a few years ago and I'm just, oh, summer sunglasses are very much needed. Yeah, mm. yeah. How, how old were the girls when you came out? Two and four. So how did you explain it? Or did you explain it? Or was it just, this is what's happening? Do you know, what's great about kids is they just take things on. They don't really question it, to be yeah. honest. And uh, Hazel and I got together. And lucky for me, they fell in love with Hazel as quickly as I did. So, yeah, they didn't really question it. It was just like, oh, right. And it was lovely. I wonder if they were 10 years older, it would have actually been a lot harder. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but no, they love it. They love Hazel. Uh, there was a <laughs> my youngest best friend for a year was convinced Hazel was a man, oh. um, <laughs> because she's a butch lesbian. She has that very you know kind of male look, but she also has very large breasts. And uh, Phoebe just wouldn't get her head around this. No, she's a man. <clears throat> and it got to the point where we had to show her Hazel naked. <laughs> just. We got sick of arguing about it. You um, want bush? Yeah. Here is the bush. <laughs> my sister has a female partner. And so my kids have two aunties. And mm. they have absolutely no problem. And, and why should they? Yeah. Like They think it's delightful. And my sister and her partner have three dogs. And that is like the best thing ever. Oh, like they go, the children, go yeah. and see, see the two aunties and hang out with the two, two dogs. I mean, three dogs. Um, but yeah, she Matilda comes back and say, I'd like two mummies because she's, you know, obviously in love with me and loves mummies. And she's like, I'd really like two mummies. Can daddy go somewhere else? Oh, no. <laughs> no, she loves her dad. Okay, so that's just, all right. Yeah, <clears throat> from the get go. But yeah, the whole idea of having two women in the house is very appealing. Well, you might think so, Helen. As a man who hates women, I'm not so sure about that myself. <laughs> that would be weird, wouldn't it? If you yeah. listened to this podcast and I was really hoping Thanks, Boris Johnson. <laughs> And do these children think that lesbians give birth to dogs instead of children? <laughs> well, we do have we we have this sort of mock family tree where we've got like everyone um, and their 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 descendants, and then there's Claire and Giselle, and then they've got three little lines going down with Sumo, Leroy, and Charlie. Aww. They're their dogs because they're they're our family, yeah. of course. So all breastfed. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I think it's natural great. birth. Yeah, yeah. no, because I was my. Um, until I was about sort of 20, my only model for a same-sex um, family was um, the 90s situation comedy My Two Dads. Did you ever see that? No. I know you both grew up in Australia, so yeah. you missed that. So it had like Greg Evergan, who had massive hair, and this other guy who looked a bit like Seinfeld, and they were both like the fathers of this girl. But because it was like America in the 90s, they weren't actually gay. So no, it was no. just like one of them was like the dad, but none, nobody knew who was the real dad, but the yeah. mum was dead, so they raised this girl. Mm. And it was just weird. Like, why didn't they just do a paternity test? Now I think about it, yeah. it was a very weird, shit television programme. I'm sorry I mentioned it. <laughs> so what do you love about being a mum, Kerry? I love... Oh, I was going to say everything, but that would be a lie. <laughs> yes. I I do love being a mum. I, I like my children. And I mean that in the sense of you don't always like your family, do you? No. And I would choose, if I if they weren't my kids, I would choose to hang out with them anyway. I just love them as people. Uh, and I love I love playing. I am essentially a child trapped in a woman's body. So <laughs> having kids gave me great license to go to play areas when I wanted to go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> me first. Me. Yeah. Me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I spent about 45 minutes building a marble run yesterday with such intensity and focus and getting quite annoyed when like Charlie tried to actually put a marble down it. <laughs> not now, not now, yeah. not now. <laughs> I realised he basically wandered into the other room and I was like, wow, this is no longer about, about him, is it? <laughs> now, you're a stand-up comedian and performer. How did you, how did you get into this biz? Uh, general attention-seeking. I, yeah, I, I love attention. I have memories of acting out stuff in the playground as a child and literally people standing around me while I made them laugh doing impressions <laughs> of the head teacher uh, and then uh, in Australia I used to live in Australia oh I think it was a community arts thing I can't remember it was my first gig ever and I did really well I had no and don't worry I'm not going to keep boasting there's the flip side to this see because she's part Australian she's got she's got that confidence oh, oh that's right yeah, yeah. it's not actually British. very good not British, no it is no Jesus. I've learnt that now um, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole room goes who the hell does she think she is coming in I'm here very with, funny with her sense of self-esteem we'll soon get rid of that <laughs> uh, so it went really well and then uh, I moved, not long after moved to England, lost a, all my confidence and did the same set to a room where you literally heard the wind whistle through the venue. <laughs> and you know when you run out of saliva, and oh, I know yeah, this is a yeah, podcast, yeah. but picture it if you will, listeners, when you've got no saliva, so then your, oh. your lips curl up <laughs> underneath your teeth and finish with, thank you very much. Yeah. A good night. <laughs> it's just nostrils and teeth. That's all your face <laughs> from the middle down. Oh, oh, Jesus. So how I kept doing stand-up after that, it was obviously some oh. kind of weird need to torture myself. But you have got You've been going how long now? About 10 years. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So, you know, what's, what's your favourite clubs to play? Right, Laughing Cows uh, was set up by my wife. She'd overheard or spoken to a male promoter saying he would never take the risk of putting more than one woman on a bill and she's an ardent feminist this was like a, a red rag to a bull so she set up Laughing Cows which is an all-female lineup, but it's certainly not an all-female audience it's whoever wants to come was she on the rag at the time so about that made her even more angry but that's, that's, that's what we're going to talk about man, yes certainly <laughs> I, I'm bleeding right now our first six episodes were all about periods that's all we ever bang on about that's right. uh, I just call the big vagina actually yeah. <laughs> and I call Helen a massive cut anyway carry on and in answer to your original question, it's my favourite gig because it's just got a lovely feel about it. So for me, when acts come, the acts are always like, oh, I love this gig. And we all bond and be lovely to each other backstage. So even mm. then you've had your fun and not mm. all gigs are like that, as you know. Um, and you get lovely feedback from all different kinds of people saying how refreshing it is to see women up there and women who are very, very funny. Um, for those of you in Manchester and in the middle bit of... England. Yes. <laughs> go go to this gig. And when is it on, Kerry? The last Sunday of every month in Manchester and then a smaller one in Glossop, uh, which is like a in Derbyshire the last Saturday of every month very nice or if you're in London on August the 7th perhaps consider going to Laughing Calves which is the same uh, sort of deal isn't it mm. uh, because uh, I myself will be performing Brilliant. that night and uh, Hattie Haywidge is headlining is which she? is Fantastic. nice obviously well, yeah, I like so you go I say I'm on you go alright oh, yeah Hattie Haywidge oh, oh fantastic oh, I'm definitely going worth the yeah. ticket price for that then <laughs> Anyone would think she's slightly more famous and popular than me. It's very annoying. So, um, so tell us about what you write about, and I guess what makes you laugh, Kerry. 
Kerry Lee. I like calling you Kerry you Lee. You do, don't you? It's like I'm a country Kerry western singer. Kerry Lee. It sounds a bit like Dairy Lee. And therefore it fits <laughs> in with the theme of the podcast. It does. Kerry Lee, Dairy Lee. like Kerry Lee. <laughs> what would you do for a Kerry Lee triangle, Helen? <laughs> Not much. Oh, I like that. I'm keeping that Kerry Ooh. Lee triangle. That's your next Edinburgh show title. There you are. Drop yeah. down. You can have Thank that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Kerry Lee and Ellie and I met at a gig called Laughing Labia. Yes. Uh, which is a fabulous gig in Lovely. London. Would you believe in a lesbian bar? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it a shocker, wasn't it? I know. Is it labia or labia? I say labia, but... I think I say labia. You just said labia. Did I? You did, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I was trying to be English. <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> labia, darling, labia. I also call it a vulva. <laughs> And a clitoris. Yeah, I do like do a clitoris. Then. I, then so I. do I. <laughs> <laughs> we need the comedy honk tonight, I think, Ooh, for all nice. these le- lesbian jokes. <laughs> um, sorry, what were you saying about labia? I don't know. I, I just got a hot flush saying lesbian. <laughs> so, so you're a stand-up and you perform at Laughing Cows and yeah. various salubrious places around the UK. <laughs> but, but, Kerry Lee, you are also a poet. Yes. Do you think you could recite a poem for us on the pod? Oh, yes, please. I will. Yes, what happens at the Manchester Laughing Cows every month is, because I compare it, I talk to people in the audience and get a sense of what they're like. And obviously, as you know, doing gigs, people in the audience will often just hand you comedy gold on a plate. Oh, yes, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so every month uh, I will get bits of information from the audience and say, right, I'll write a poem and I'll uh, recite it at the end. So I have to quickly give you context. This mm-hmm. was from Sunday night's. And there was a guy called Andy in the audience who was very gregarious and very interactive and he was lovely. And then I had a conversation with the audience about names and how mm-hmm. some names um, people don't like. So, for example, and apologies to anyone who has this name, we were saying how uh, Ruth is a real cow's name. You can't be a nice person if you're called Ruth. Oh, do you not listen to the archers? She's lovely. <laughs> oh, Heart of gold. Yeah. Heart of gold, <laughs> that woman. There. I shan't hear a word against her. Oh, I like the name Ruth. I think it's all right. Okay. I just have this this um, uh, sound when everyone says Ruth. They go Ruth, 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 Ruth. All right, now we'll, we'll we'll go with it. Let's go with it. Well, Ruth. I've I've gone on a tangent because it's not about Ruth. This moment. It's, about, it's about Andy. He was lovely, but there's a woman called Joanne, and we were a bit undecided about Joanne. Oh, Joanne, okay. Joanne can be nice at first, but then I think Joanne's can turn. Which mm. that undecided. <laughs> So this is Can't a poem. trust a Joanne. <laughs> uh, so this is written like under pressure in about 10 minutes. Uh, here we go. Everyone should have an Andy in an audience. He's ever so handy. Always smiling, taking part, not just because he's had an early start on the drink. He's friendly, <laughs> just like his name. But if he was called Ruth, it would be an entirely different <laughs> game. Which brings us to Joanne. Joanne, Joanne, Joanne. On the surface, all friendly and nice. On the inside, cold as ice. Her favourite films gave it all away. Love Actually? No. Die Hard. (laughs) Works in pharmaceuticals. I can read between the lines, Joanne. Cooking crystal meth in the back of your camper van. The friendly look is just a front. She's breaking bad with a camper van. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wonderful. That is the first time I've had poetry intentionally on (laughs) us. On the podcast, thank 
you go, uh, Lou? Yeah, that was him. lovely. It was, but we did a rap battle recently. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, don't say it like that. It was no. a terrible Between mistake. you two? Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was very wide. We've ever done. Yeah, it was the <laughs> whitest thing air. that's ever happened. It was so awkward. It was so white. It was like <laughs> See, a I wall was, of A4 I coming was drunk. at you. Oh, now, yeah. will you be doing any poetry at the forthcoming Women in Comedy Festival, Kerry? Mm. Oh, I like how you did that. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> going to be replacing Holly Willoughby next week uh, will you be won't you be <laughs> sorry that was terrible I'm so sorry no we, we like that we like that so, oh. so the Women in Comedy Festival do tell I will uh, my wonderful wife Hazel who so uh, she came up with the Women in Comedy Festival UK for the first time last year this year a lot more planning is going into it and it's for two weeks from the 11th to the 26th Sixth, I think uh, there is a website Women in Comedy Festival and we've got so much happening including the Scummy Mummies Scummy Hooray! Mummies watch this we're space we're very excited about we're coming to Manchester everybody yay, yay! Uh, so we have the launch night on the 11th which has got big names like Janie Godley and Zoe Lyons uh, Hazel's very excited about the fact that there are so many women doing great comedy it used to be I think her her angle was giving women opportunities because it was harder for us and it still is to a degree mm. but the festival is more about celebrating the wealth of talent that is mm. out there so, uh, so it's not just stand-up it's stand-up it's theatre all funny uh, all female stand-up theatre there's panel discussions that I dare say there is poetry uh, sketch comedy uh, whatever ticks your box, I'm lap sure dancing. you can find. Um, <laughs> lap dancing. Ca- I love lap dancing. That's <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> I was going to say, so feminine. I'm really getting into this this yeah, male yeah. character. Push your away, Ellie. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I have to know. Again. I'm with you. I went, when I went to Elfest recently, Elfest Del Mar, which was in Spain. And, Elfest, uh, explain for the non-Elfest. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Elfest is not a big festival. It doesn't stand for Ludo, Helen. <laughs> or, or indeed learners. A big festival of, of learners. <laughs> My mother's listening. Come on. <laughs> yes, um, it's for fans of Lawrence Suellen Bowen. And what they do is they all come and... Uh, they wallpaper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, which actually is what lesbians do. No. Uh, <laughs> they do like Ikea, though. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a lesbian festival that's been going for four years now, which is in the UK. The next one's... That's a long festival. <laughs> <laughs> Um, help. <laughs> should we, should we get through this? I'll try and make it interesting. So it's in the UK once a year, but for the first time there was a, a mini Elfest in Spain this year. Uh, I arrived a few days into the festival, so everyone there was quite settled and it was like you are on holiday, you're very relaxed. And I literally arrived in jeans and a top, very overdressed. Everyone there was basically half naked. Sat oh. around the pool, drinking, all really chilled. For me, this is like a kid in a sweet shop. There was basically breasts everywhere. <laughs> hubba hubba. So I sat down and within five minutes, these two very attractive women turned to me and said very seriously, do you mind if we sunbathe naked? And my response was, I have dreams like this. <laughs> I turned to my friend and she just said, you are one step away from being a white van man. <laughs> and they didn't sunbathe naked after I said that. Oh, they didn't. Oh. Did you start rubbing your off? thighs? Yes, <laughs> I did. Yeah. All right then, love. Yeah. You do what you like. Oh, man. I mind if I join you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, it does sound like the start of a particular kind of film, doesn't yeah. it? It really does. Oh, oh. wow. Elfest. <sighs> 
I um, quite fancy. Should we go? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Next year. Yeah. They'd love they'd love to hear our jokes about vaginas, I'm sure. Yeah, they'd love to see our, our boobs having been through breastfeeding of three children between us. I'm sure. <laughs> sure they'd love that. Yes. <laughs> Mind if we sunbathe naked? Yes we do. <laughs> Roll up your boobs and get out. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, oh. Wow. What are we supposed to be talking about? I don't know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, no, we're talking about the Women in Comedy Festival in Manchester. Oh, and then I diverted. Yeah, yes. okay. It's in Manchester in October mm-hmm. with lots and lots of fabulous acts. And you just go to, what website was it again? Women in Comedy. <laughs> the website. <laughs> Google it. Okay, just Google okay, it. Oh, well, wonderful. I think that's enough serious chat. Do you? It is. Yeah, it was really Se- serious. Yeah, it was really serious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really serious. Was that a serious chat? Wow. Yeah. For us, that right. was quite oh, serious. Okay. So, what, what are the topics we've covered? We've t- covered motherhood, lesbianism, festivals. That means we can move on to cheese. Yay! Now, um, when Helen and I saw you performing at Laughing Labia, one of the things we most enjoyed about your acts, and there were many things, was the amazing cheese impressions. Yes. For the for the listener, can you explain how this works? <laughs> I can, yes. So when you come to my show, uh, completely randomly, in the middle of doing fairly normal quote-unquote comedy, I will then say, right, I'm going to do some impressions now, but I can't actually do impressions of people, so I'm going to do impressions of cheese. And then I will ask you to open your minds and just think texture. (laughs) And then I do physical displays of what I think uh, a cheese is. Yeah. And and, and, and at this point of the night, I completely lost my (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I'd already fallen in love with you. Because I think your opening line was, hi, I'm Kerry Lee. Yeah, I cut my own fringe. And I was like, I'm in love. I'm in love with you. I love you so much right now. 
Um, and then, and then you did cheese impressions, and we were like, we've got to get her on the show. I think Ellie and I were actually poking each other, going, "She's fabulous!" Like you do these physical impressions of this cheese, and like, I would be like, "Oh, I know people what that get, is." Yeah, and yeah, people, yeah. And like, people would shout out the answers, and you still do, still do. People get very competitive, and that's why I love doing it because obviously <laughs> the cheeses are pretty much I'm adding to the repertoire. Uh, but the reactions very different. But you always get one or two people who are like, "I have lived." my life for this moment and they're just like yes yes oh. I've got this one I've got it and you'll have at least five people that are just going what is going on I don't understand you really divide the audience and I, I do enjoy that I really do oh it's wonderful oh. it's so good now we can't recreate the full majesty of the, the visual cheese impressions obviously for the for the radio yes um, but we were wondering um, could we play a game called name that cheese have we got a theme tune for that name that cheese name that cheese very nice. Do it with ease. Oh, I like that. That's the That's cheese. That's good. I know, I know. It's nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, could you? Do you think you could do some sort of audio, some aural cheese impressions? Yes. Okay. So I'll do it physically and then add the sound because I've never tried doing a sound oh, for it. It's um, a challenge. It's a physical challenge. Okay. So uh, try and guess this one. Okay. <laughs> um. Can we hear it again? Yeah. It's a squeaky cheese. I think that's a good clue. I think that's Emmental. No, I'm afraid no, not. No, Helen? Swiss? No, I, I no, think you're talking about Foxes yeah. on this okay. one. Okay, there will be someone listening that's going, I know it's Halloumi, and it is Halloumi! Oh, Halloumi! Oh, 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 I just got it, I just got it. She said that, I just got it. Oh, oh damn it! All right, all right, all right. We're warmed up now. We're warmed up now. Come on. All right, give us another one. Give us another one. Okay, here we go. Uh, so the next one is more like this. Whoa! Ooh. Oh, I think that's a ripe brie. Yes, yes, oh. yes. She's in yes. the zone. Well one point. Done. One nil. Okay, okay. Uh, should I do one more? Oh, yeah, oh please, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> is that a cheddar? Yes! Oh, oh, we have a tie-break situation. Dawn comes back. She is back in yes. the game. Australia won, England won. <laughs> Kerry Lee just wants to go home. Um, can we have a can we have a tiebreaker? Can we have a penalty oh, shooter? Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One more, one more. Um, okay. Right, okay, here we go. Okay. Stilton, Stilton! Yes, yes, Stilton, of course. Thorn 2, Thorn 2. Congratulations, Australia takes the prize. Uh, Here you are, you've won a Derrily Triangle. There you are. (laughs) Oh, I love your cheese impressions. Thank you very much. That was fun, thank you. Oh, I'm I'm very overwhelmed. Thank you, Kerry Lee. (laughs) If any listeners would like to send in their own cheese impressions, do you think you would judge them for us? Mm. We could put them on the Facebook, couldn't we? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Just record yourself on your phone and send it in. No one's going to do this, are they? No, I I just like the idea that somebody might. No, oh, please send us some cheese impressions. Please. They'll think it in their heads. That's what they do, and then they won't follow through. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like we all do. Um, oh. Well, now, we've cracked that nut. Haven't we, we have Alec? cracked that nut. We have cracked that nut. Oh. Um, just out of interest, what is your favourite cheese of all time, ladies? If you're on a desert island, what oh. one cheese would you have? Oh, oh Comte. Comte in buckets. I love it. In oh, buckets. I, do like I, I, I love it. Like a sort of firm, firmish. 
firmish salty cheddar and it wouldn't matter if it was a bit hot on the desert island no a little bit a bit sweaty i just i just eat it up can you tell listeners that when we're not on air helen and i practice um what it would be like if we went on desert island (laughs) that's our dream that's our secret dream i think that's a common thing i think a lot of people must do that yeah yeah Yeah. i I often practice on my own i often practice on my own couch about being a graham norton do you yeah oh stop and just drink my own wine and go (laughs) anyone anyone no Okay. But, um, you know, I dream of being the archers. That's about as far as my ambitions oh. go, really. Come on, what's your desert island cheese? Kerry? I know I'm struggling with this one. I think I know it's possibly considered bland by some people, but I really do like mozzarella. Oh. Oh. Mozzarella with tomato uh, and basil. Oh, like your buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone northern. You went north. <laughs> I went north. Like <laughs> I'm a mozzarella buffalo. I'm from Toscana. I love Toscana. I do it your way. I do it your way. It's a penne rigatti. Lovely. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. What's yours? What's yours? Guys, so I, now now you said Conte, I'm thinking that's such a good choice. I, know. I really wish I'd. Ellie and I often, when we when we're writing our award potentially award winning comedy. <laughs> Potentially, that's all comedy. That's a game changer. Yes. <laughs> all comedy in the world is potentially award winning. Um, <laughs> we often just put a slab of cob day on a plate and just eat it while we're we're going. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm. we had that at our wedding. We just we just ordered a massive parmesan. So, <laughs> so people oh, just nice. like break off chunks and eat it oh. at our wedding. That was one of my requirements that people could eat a hunk of parmesan at oh. my reception. That is quite obscure. Oh, I have to, to the say, vicar to the bishop. Yeah. <laughs> Or the actress. I'll f*** that up. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, she's very modern in her outlook. You know, these days, you never can tell. You should know. <laughs> if you're um, listening, Kirsty, yeah. take it now. We're ready. We're so, you can hear that. We're so ready. We're so ready. Um, oh, I think my luxury item would be Comte, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's- it's bloody brilliant. Because when they had PJ and Duncan on as well, weren't they only allowed one luxury item between them? Really? I think so. So we'll have commentary, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, Got of course. Sorted. You do it. Yeah. Oh, and, thank and God it, that's that decision made. And you and you and your wife, do you do you like a cheese platter? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that sound sexual? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Like a good spread. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, Hazel's a massive cheese lover. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I say that's going to be wrong. It's all got a bit. <laughs> oh, okay, so this this is one of my most favourite ever ever games that we've ever created here on Scummy Mum. Don't be modest that you've created, and I'm so excited about this. I think. Okay, you so take full credit. So this I'm come, so excited. This has come entirely from my brain. Thank you, dear listener. This is the Celebrity <laughs> Cheese Quiz. I'll yes. say that again. Celebrity Cheese Quiz. Yes. So please welcome to the stage, Elton John. No, it's not like that. <laughs> so I have devised this game, um, especially for the fabulous Kerry. Thank you. Honoured. And um, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a series of questions Um based on a celebrity but they're also a cheese so should we do a little test run yes please so this celebrity cheese is a feminist and an australian and is also a biting french cheese she is 
Jermaine Gruyere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get Jermaine's name into my yeah. head. Oh. So can Kerry and I, Kerry and I are going to compete. We're going to shout out the answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Celebrity number one. <laughs> this celebrity cheese is famous uh, for being an American comedian and is famous for his National Lampoon films in the 18th. Oh, He's also Chibi. a non-cow milk cheese. He is... Uh, Chevrolet Chase. Chevrolet Chase. Chevy Chase. That one's to Ellie. That one's to Ellie. All right. This celebrity cheese is famous for being rich, thin, and making a sex visit video. She is also a famous stinky British cheese. She is Paris Stilton. Oh, <laughs> of course. Play along oh. at home, dear listener. Do you know I'm sat there thinking there's no cheese that Madonna's name sounds like. <laughs> This celebrity cheese is famous for being a fabulous singer, dancer, and married to a rapper. She's also an oozy French cheese. She is... Oh, oh, Kim. No, Beyonce. Oh, what cheese would Beyonce sound like? Beyonce! No, thank you. I hope you're doing better at home. I hope you are joining in. Come on, get on board. Celebrity cheese. I've let my family down. Potentially (laughs) award winning comedy. All right, here we go. Here we go. Focus (laughs) concentration. (laughs) This celebrity cheese was an American jazz vocalist with a vocal range spanning three octaves, often referred to as the First Lady of Song. She is also great on top of pizza. Oh, Feta James. No, no, no. Oh, 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 Mozzarella Fitzgerald. Yeah! For those at home, Mozzarella Fitzgerald. Celebrity (laughs) cheeses, celebrity cheeses. Helen, you're a genius. I know. Come on, Kerry. You've got to get well on the board. You've got to get off the ground. This celebrity cheese uh, is is notorious for being a owner of strip clubs and also, um, what did I say, a cheap cheese... Fiend for children. He is <laughs> Peter String Cheese Fellow. Yes! yes! <laughs> She's up and running. Was that the actual answer? Yeah, that oh. was. That was. Uh, One to Kerry Lee, Derry Lee. Uh, oh. This celebrity cheese is a famous uh, Welsh actress. She is also very good in a salad and from Greece. She is. Oh, Catherine Fetter Jones. Yes! Oh, yes! Well done. Yes. Very well done. nice. This this celebrity cheese is a male northerner comedian. He's also a very stinky, oozy English cheese. He is. Ooh. He's had his own show on the BBC. He's he's uh, famous for his like everyday approach to comedy. Oh. Um, oh. Mull of McIntyre cheddar. No, no. Cheese. Don Stinking Bishop. Oh, I don't consider Liverpoolians as nor as I was going to say as normal as, <laughs> as northern. It's like they're their own country. Oh my okay. god, that's my. F- oh, oh, thank you, Helen. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I told you it was that good. Was awesome. I really did. Uh, you know, Beyonce is 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 particularly lovely. Oh well, mm. we've almost reached the end of our cheese slash comedy themed special. Haven't I know. We? I'm very sad that it's ending, but. Hooray! It's the Scummy Mummy Confessions. Oh, oh, very exciting! Should we start off with the listener? Yeah, Ellie? yeah, go for it. So, hello to the fabulous listener Michelle Francis Smith. A big hello to you. Um, she's written in to us to say, uh, at my new mum's group, 
um, I was delighted when one of the little ones' first word was apple. And we then spent the next few weeks trying to teach them to say hummus and avocado whilst rewarding them with chocolate buttons. Excellent. <laughs> Good parenting. Absolutely. Excellent work, Michelle Francis-Smith. Uh, we salute you. We do. Thanks so, for writing in. Okay, so my scummy mummy confession this week is that... Um, my daughter's not very good at uh, getting through the night without having a wee. Um, so we have to wake her up, put her on the potty and put her back to bed. Um, so that's all fine. Um, but the other night I went in to, you know, prepare the bed, you know, get the duvet ready, lay out the pyjamas. And I looked around the room and I found a bucket of urine. Oh. oh, which is always a pleasant surprise in any situation. Uh, so, so somebody in the night, either my five-year-old or my three-year-old son, had weed into a bucket, which is very considerate of them, really. <laughs> but a bucket of cold wee is never a pleasant uh, oh. <laughs> surprise. So, um, so that was my scummy mummy confession of this week. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it was nice. Kerry, do you have a <laughs> confession for us? I do. Top that, Kerry. Yes. Uh, and may I congratulate your listener who's written in with her story uh, from the school of parenting that is do as I say, not as I do. I, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yes, mine is I took my kids to a festival in Stockport, which is where I live, and um, we were there to see Stushi, which are an all-girl band, but they weren't on until 11 o'clock and we were camping overnight. So I said, I'll wake you up. And I'm thinking, how am I going to wake them up and how am I going to keep them awake? Because that's very late for a five and an eight-year-old to be awake. And I did notice that the Jaeger bombs were actually cheaper than the children's rides. So <laughs> that was the only option to uh, keep them awake. <laughs> <laughs> Kept them going for hours. Yay! <laughs> Stage diving, all sorts. Excellent. Good for you. Who needs a carousel yeah. when you've got wild alcohol? <laughs> I guess my confession is just that um, it's not really a confession. It's more like of a cry for help because potty training is not going well in my house. Um, And I've resorted to offering my son whole bags of jelly beans in exchange for doing a poo on his potty, which he does. Dear listener, if if you were here with us on the DFS couch, you would see... A enormous jar of jelly belly jelly beans. Is that yeah. is that your potty training? Um, my lovely mother-in-law Jean bought me those actually. She knows mm. I like I like a jelly bean, but yeah. I am I don't think she intended them to be used as just bribes. <laughs> so if he does a wee, he gets one. Oh, um, very good. But he's like outfoxing me. So so it was going quite well. And then um, today I was like, you know, if you do a wee on the potty, you get a jelly bean. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like. Uh, done a wee mummy and I'm like oh great and I looked down and he has done a wee on the potty but he didn't bother to put his underpants down <laughs> so and he's now standing up and dripping wee all over the floor anyway and he's got wet pants and there's wee in the potty and I gave him a jelly bean anyway because I Why sort not? of admired the initiative yeah. I sort of thought yeah to be fair to him I didn't specify with no. the pants off no so. Well done, Ellie. Well oh, done. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's the end, isn't it, Helen? Oh, sadly. We have loved having the fabulous Kerry Lee on the podcast. I very much enjoyed Thank it. You. Thank you. Oh, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening. And please, uh, if you like the podcast, do tell your friends. You could like us on the Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scummy Mummies podcast. We're on Twitter at Scummy Mummies. And we're doing a live show, aren't we, Helen? That's right. Yeah. We'll be at Camp Festival on the 1st of August. Yep. On the Friday. And also at the Camden Fringe yes at the Head and Chickens in Islington excellent on the 23rd and 24th of August 
uh, at 3pm. Look at the Camden Fringe website for more details. Yes. And at the Women in Comedy Festival in Manchester. We will be coming to you, Manchester. Hello, always. dear listeners. And always check out Kerry Lee. Have you got a... Um, <laughs> yes. That's another end. Always check You've no. got that lovely 60s bob, actually. Yeah. Like, Here comes Kerry Lee. So, Kerry, Kerry Lee, what's your, your Twitter <laughs> handle and, and where can people find you? <laughs> Walking down Carnaby Street in thigh-high white PVC fisherman's waders. Uh, you can find me on Facebook very easily, Kerry Lee, uh, L-E-I-G-H, and my Twitter handle is Kerry Lee Comic, and I always say, follow me on Facebook and Twitter, but please don't follow me home. She says that, she doesn't mean it. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted a stalker, actually, so do do follow me home. <laughs> oh, well, brilliant. Well, thanks again, Kerry, for joining us, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! What cheese am I? I am a famous film director, the person behind the film that so often tops the 100 best films of all time lists. I am also a soft French cheese mixed with garlic and herbs. Oh my god, spiel, spiel. Think earlier, think earlier. Earlier. Oh. Give her a clue. Think classic, black and white. Rosebud. Um, Oh, that's a good clue. It's not Hitchcock. It is, in fact, Borsin Wells. Borsin Wells. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.